Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Scentsy Brewcast. It's the voice of Scentsy Craft, which doesn't mean that it's actually the voice of Scentsy Craft. You guys are the voice of Scentsy Craft. The people who listen to the show, the people who are on this show, uh, this is a, uh, a conduit for the voice of Scentsy Craft, if you didn't uh, understand that ahead of time. A microphone, as people would say. It is. Conduit's like, a big like word conduit. for you. Conduit's yeah. a better word. <laughs> conduit's a big word for you. Can you spell we, it and use it in a sentence? Basically, we go around from brewery to brewery, from taproom to taproom, from bar to bar. We sit down with uh, the owners, the brewers, the, the drinkers of Cincinnati Craft Beer, and we... we 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 drink beer together. That's really the basic of it. <laughs> we, and we and we talk into microphones. And we talk into microphones and pretend we're on some kind of big radio station or something and doing something very important. Um, I've uh, never felt like I needed to pee before when listening to the intro <laughs> until just now. It is kind of a waterfall feel, you know. <laughs> when, when the intro was, it makes I you know, have to pee. I very, <laughs> water flowing. I very much you know. Feel. I very much know that it's pouring beer into a glass. But for me. <laughs> For me, it could be because of this awesome feeling that I have right now. Friday's a feeling, as Danny likes to say. Yep. Oktoberfest is also a feeling. And so I'm just. Oktoberfest is definitely a feeling. I have all of the feels right now. And we are feeling. So maybe it's because of that feeling, but I've never had to pee before when listening to your intro until today. Um, There has been. uh, If you guys didn't figure it out, we're at Sonder. Uh, We are at Sonder's Oktoberfest. Sonder and Friends. Sonder and Friends. One of our friends is at the table. What's up, Um, Mark? Woo! Everybody introduce yourselves really quick because uh, I don't want to lose my train of thought. Do you want me to go? You're yeah, looking at yeah, me. I mean, you're to my left. That's the way I always go. Left yeah, to right. I'm, I'm Justin. Just goes around. I'm Justin. I'm, I'm one of the owners of Sonder. One of the founders. I'm Mark. I'm minority owner of the Common Beer <laughs> Company. Uh, my name is Danny Harold. I am the director of marketing at Sonder Brewing. October. He's also PNP. Host of Sonder Brewing. Sonder no, Stories Sonder Podcast. Stories. Why do yeah. you say Sonder Brewing? Sonder Stories. I've had beers. <laughs> Because because it's Oktoberfest and Oktoberfest is definitely a feeling, and that feeling how is, are you feeling uh, right now? Lots of beers. I am not feeling uh, as Oktoberfesty as you guys are yeah. yet. <laughs> so, I'm so getting there. <laughs> I don't think I'm where you are. <laughs> a, a, a little bit of backstory. <laughs> I'm actually it feels, did you just, just did a hair did jealous one, right now. Did either one of the uh, did, did either one of you feel a little judgment in his statement? <laughs> it's not judgment. A, it's little, bit, a little bit of backstory. I, I, a little jealousy is what I heard. <laughs> I, we were doing the Sonder Stories podcast with some brewery Ooh, nice friends plug. around the show. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Norway Noam was, te- <laughs> was texting me. He's like, hey, I'm running late, looking like 2.15. Like, I'm, we're on the podcast <laughs> while he's texting us. He's going to be like, dude, we're Hold good. Hold on. <laughs> it's, it's past 2.15 right now? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no. What yeah, time is it? We are, whoa. <laughs> I have no idea what time it was. We're approaching three. Um, so d- to give you guys a little backstory of my day, you guys were making a podcast uh, earlier. And I was sitting outside in the freezing cold. It's not cold now, but it was. No, the sun's out. And, it's a gorgeous day. And I was watching a bunch of three-year-olds and four-year-olds play soccer. That's been how my morning is. <laughs> the only question so, no. I have is, did they win? Um, they they don't keep score, but God. no, but no, they lost because Dude. I do keep score. <laughs> I also yeah, I also right? can appreciate the words that came out of your mouth were, "You guys were making a podcast. <laughs> we were doing something. I don't know if making a podcast was what would it's be what accurate." It's really hard to categorize what we did today. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm just going to double down on Danny here. Yes. I'm going to plug it. Sonder Stories podcast. Uh, it was uh, we it had, was good. We had like nine breweries. 
It was pretty Is cool. Is that the number? Pretty I don't cool. know. It was but I'm equally excited for Cincy Brewcast. Uh, with Gnarly Gnome right now. Um, 100%. I will not have nine breweries on today because that is way <laughs> well, too difficult you to... Know, uh, you, you have no idea I'm what happened to find my earlier one. We started with four, and then there were nine. <laughs> <laughs> there was some whistling going on, some calling of other people, yeah. some in and out. Yeah, I have definitely had plenty of shows like that. You have. And it... Uh, your, your punch out show every year is a little bit like that. Oh, yeah, oh, punch out's one, fun. It's one of my favorite shows every year. And uh, we've done uh, one of my favorite beer festivals every year. We've done yes. a few episodes of the the Big Sis podcast when we do a big event around Big Sis, which yep. hopefully next year big events around Big Sis will return. If you guys don't know what Big Sis is, that's kind of a long story. But go go out to Municipal right now because it's still on tap. It's a English Pale Ale this it's a year. Very good and beer. It's, it's very awesome. Good beer. I'm I'm trying to pull up my show notes and I can't figure out where I dumped them. Um, let's before we good let's, news let's, is you can you can edit this if you need to. Let's talk about let's talk about Oktoberfest a little bit first, and we'll we'll get into it a little deeper later. But um, what is Oktoberfest to you guys? Like define Octo not your Oktoberfest. Define Oktoberfest. What is it about? And 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 what makes what makes Oktoberfest? Yeah, dude, he is so like queued up. I, I look over at Justin. He's like, I got this. I did. Everyone else, shut <laughs> up. He's never, he's never been. Everyone, shut your mouth. I got this. I didn't. Uh, honestly, and this is like kind of a weird thing. And 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 in all seriousness, I will, I will try very much not to be emotional in this because it's it's. A, oh no! It's please a, be emotional. It's better. What? Better. <laughs> that it's, a real, it's a real thing. I didn't. I didn't realize until today. Honestly. And in all fairness, I, I sat down for our podcast for Sonder Stories, uh, and and Danny, when our intro hit, and you there was the the hit about you saying Friday is a feeling, right? Um, which is accurate, and we feel that way, and we talk about that for those that don't know Sonder and don't know us well. We're getting that tatted on us soon. Uh, absolutely, and I'm following suit. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't well, that's realize funny I'm getting Oktoberfest as a feeling Dude, tattooed so, right across so my chest. So that's exactly where I was going with this, right? Yeah, totally. Is, it's funny. Lead I, in. I didn't realize until today how much I missed festivals yeah. and how much I missed the community of... Mark, you and I have played Phone Tag for four months. Uh, Mark, I, I, I would consider Mark Lortz a very good friend, actually. Oh, not just Not just a... A uh, compadre brewery owner. We are friends, and our lives are crazy. And to be able to touch base, I'll get a voicemail. He'll he'll be like, "Hey, uh, hey, dude, it's Mark. Uh, I know you're crazy. Call me." And then I'll have to leave him a voicemail. Hey, dude, it's Justin. Uh, I know you're crazy. Call me. And we'll do that for four months, right? And and I feel that way with a lot of my friends in this industry because all of us are nuts. And and frankly, and this is no disrespect to anyone, but Nobody really knows how much goes on behind the scenes of not just a festival like this, but doing what we do as small business owners, right? And, and for me, uh, this is a, frankly, a 12-hour a span where we've all prioritized what we need to do to make today happen. Everything from our bartenders to our events people to Danny to everyone that volunteers for us for today. And... I sat down. I was I was rushing here. My wife, uh, I got to shout out my wife. Uh, <laughs> she ran the 5K this morning. Uh, admittedly, is not a runner, but wanted to do it and did it and didn't walk and ran it and completed it. 
And so she comes running in the house, and I'm running out the house because of her, because of, she has to come back and watch our kids, and then I'm out the door, and I get here, and I'm two wheels smoking. I'm dropping ice into the trailer so that we can have ice for our brewery partners. And then Danny's like, hey, we got to get set up for the podcast. And so I set up. I haven't had a single beer. We sit down, and I'm like, hey, dude, we should probably have a beer before this <laughs> podcast starts. No, no, no. We shouldn't have a beer. <laughs> we should chug a beer. We chug should a beer. chug a beer. So <laughs> and we went through about seven pitchers. And we did. We went and through about seven pitchers of beer, eight pitchers of beer during the podcast because we had eight different breweries on the show. Like, yep. we got to get their beer on the show. Well, but you know? but here's my point to that, right? So, all right, so we chugged a beer to start, and then we sit down, and I listen to that intro, and I remember you saying Friday's a feeling, and we're sitting down, and all of a sudden it hit me. And honest to God, it like as I sit here right now, it hit me. Beer festivals are a feeling, man. And and our friendships and everything we have involved in all of this is a feeling. And it, there's so much that goes into our team planning this that nobody knows. And all of our brewery partners making sure they have somebody here to represent their brand that nobody knows. Also, also just all so our consumers can walk in and have a beer, right? And, and, and what I would tell you is is sorry i, I just no, gotta finish go ahead, this thought go ahead, coming out of what the last 18 months have been for our society forget breweries Did forget, forget brewery owners <laughs> all of it just feels so much closer to normal and i am so happy to be forget forget uh the buzz you might get off a beer i have a buzz off the idea that and the feeling that I get to hang out with my friends at a beer festival and feel like the world is normal again. It's bigger than that, even though it's like it's it's better than normal. Like normal before, like you know, a great Oktoberfest or a great beer festival was was an amazing thing before. That feeling is different now. It is 100%. like it's like it's that. An a, that. It's an appreciated feeling that we have not had in. A long time. You're exactly right, Mark. You want to hear? You want to hear what's the best part of Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest? I do. I challenge you to go to a beer festival. Challenge in the, accepted. In the okay. mid- <laughs> continue. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right. Challenge to go to beer festival. I'm in. I, I challenge you to go to a beer festival in the Midwest where you have better German style beer. We are the. Amen. We are the German style beer Oktoberfest of Cincinnati. We have 15 breweries here. We we told them you are only allowed to bring German style beer. It's all you're allowed to bring. And frankly, they're all it's good. Very limiting. You, just to, like, kidding. No, <laughs> you're not. You're not wrong. But it's one of those things where you, we told people, hey, you're gonna come here and drink some of the best German style beer in Cincinnati in the Midwest. And I challenge you to go anywhere and try and do that. And it's people that we know make incredible beer. And we've that we have friendships with. We want to elevate. You know, yep. people come here and drink beer from Common, uh, Warped Wing, Narrow Path. You name it. There's 15 breweries Shit, here. There's, there's uh, from Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Masthead. Masthead is here. Masthead Country is Boy here. from Lexington is here. Yeah, dude, and by yeah. the way, this all is all ju- just to just to call that out. We we called this Sonder and Friends Oktoberfest for a reason. We were very strategic with that. By the way, right? These are the, Wait, you the beer. Just- you strategery? Strategery. <laughs> strategery. Yeah. It's a big word for me, Mark. It is. It, it hurts it's my like four <laughs> syllables. We, we wanted we wanted 
this to be something we get to have fun with and also be cool for our consumers. And you know what's fun? Throwing a beer festival with your friends. Like, that. I, I think, you know, we talked about this on our on our podcast a little bit ago, and I could, I could dive deeper with you, Gnarly, is there is this idea that everybody is competition. And I can listen to people tell me that you're a bad business owner if everybody is in competition. I can listen to all these things. Right. But, but let me tell you where my head is at. Oh, I could I could definitely talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. We I mean we've talked about it on your show and on my show. Oh, with we've, you. T- we've talked about it on the three podcasts we've had. Yep. Is, every brewery talks about this. Every every good brewery. That's right. That's right. Oh. Good, um, good, good distinction. Uh, <laughs> you you have to win to make a successful business, but we can all win. And that's the difference. Uh-huh. Um how do we yeah. elevate each other? That's right. And and you know you know what's super cool? So, Mark, you just alluded to Masthead being here. I would bet a, a fair amount of money that over 50% of our people who are here today have never been to Masthead in ever. Cleveland, Ohio. I get ne- it. More than that. More than I, never oh, even yeah. heard of it. Oh, yeah. I know of them, but that's it. Right. I know of them. I've, I've had their beer a couple times, and it's always been at a Cincinnati brewery. They're, they're, and and, Fra- and Frank Luther is is one of their owners is a very good friend of mine, and so this is the prime example. So, people might wonder, well, why are they here and not other Cleveland breweries? You know why? Because Frank and I are good friends, and I wanted Frank and his team to be here. And this is Saunders and way, friends. They, they invite us to their events. That's right. Like, and and so it's really cool to be able to to introduce people to other breweries that they may not know and also be able to support and elevate our friends. Well, to me, that's part of what a huge part of what Oktoberfest is supposed to be about. You know, Oktoberfest for a long time here in Cincinnati, people would go, they'd go downtown and they'd hang out on Fountain Square and and, and drink a bunch of Vorsteiner and and, and whatever else German beer that you thought you were um, celebrating your, your German heritage by drinking. But Oktoberfest was never about drinking German beer. It's about the festival. It's about a festival. About it's about getting together with the people that you live around, or uh, probably bringing in some other people too. But celebrating, celebrating your 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 community, celebrating the breweries that exist in that community. It just so happened that when Oktoberfest started, that community was German breweries. It was (laughs) good point because it was a good point. So then, when when it's a really good point. when people started adapting Oktoberfest to you know the United States back in the in the seventies, they they thought that they were supposed to be drinking German beer when in fact the whole time they should have been drinking local beer. That is what Oktoberfest is about. It's about being it's about being local. It's about hanging out with your friends and just drinking a shit ton of beer. And and speaking and of friends, we got Josh Engel who just popped up here from. Uh, March, March 1st, first, Fig Leaf, wait, 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 Woodburn, uh, Woodburn um, uh, what else? What are we missing? Um, Ship Ears. Uh, by the, by the way, Josh, uh, Justin and I had a good laugh last week because he was going to send an email to the breweries. And he's like, hey, what is the March 1st contact? And I said, oh, it's uh, Jay Angle at March 1st. And he's at like, Yahoo.com. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 he's like, oh, Jangle? Jangle. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what's funny is um, so when I worked at summer camp out in Loveland, I don't even, wait, wait, stop. <laughs> yeah, stop. I'm an Eagle Scout. 
Oh, nice. I'm Eagle Scouts. Eagle Scouts. Total shout out to Eagle Scouts, and I apologize. Yeah. I, That's amazing. I only I'm made Eagle it Scout, to life. And my nickname at summer camp was Jangle, like Mr. Bojangles, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, it's true. It's very, it's very no, true. I you it. make good fried chicken. I do. I, you know, I I could Biscuits. make some damn good fried chicken, probably. <laughs> maybe not right as maybe not as good as Bojangles chicken, <laughs> but I'll try, right? No, but you're yes, you're right. It's Jangle, J Angle. Can, can, can we email Jangles at March first out? Jangle. Yeah. Jesus Christ, That's you guys. <laughs> right, dude. Take a left turn. And you never Hold know on, can we talk go. about how you just like pre-qualified Bojangles as good chicken? <laughs> Is, hey, look. I'm 100 uh, percent the uh, fucking Popeye. Oh, can I say fucking? I don't know. It's that, right? It? Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure. I think uh, Popeye's hey, I same question. Popeye's so spicy chicken sandwich greater than all. Oh, spicy just got an email. Sandwich. We got kicked off. Even, <laughs> even. I'm talking. I'm talking better than uh, Chick Fil A. Better than. Oh, wait, I'm, I got sorry. That, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's um, better. The Popeye's is way better. <laughs> Or uh, what's uh, hold on? What's the other wait, one? Not wait, uh, we're not gonna go down this road. Hold, fried on, hold on, hold best on. Best fried chicken I is that like, really what we're talking about? Because KFC is the best fried chicken, and I don't care. What. I feel like I feel like we gotta get back on the track quickly. He but did. before we do, I gotta he know. Did. I just gotta know. I gotta know. Is 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 what the steak that Jingle is is standing on right now? Jingle is that. <laughs> <laughs> is that Popeye's spicy chicken sandwich is number one over everything known to man? Mm. I don't know about everything, but I think it's up there. I think it is above Chick-fil-A. Uh, are we just speaking about the sandwich? Or are we talking about the actual fried sandwich? Sandwich and the chicken. It's a big difference. Sandwich only. Yeah. Popeyes. I'm an absolute slut for Popeye's. Popeyes. Popeyes. Dude, I'm Popeyes. telling you, dude. Popeyes is where it's at. The chicken sandwiches More are More than everybody. Bomb. Like even uh, I saw a commercial for Popeye's not, chicken not, nuggets the other day. And Mike, I haven't tried them yes. yet, but my God. Not a. Uh, <laughs> I just got to say, I got to steal a Danny Harold term. Popeye's chicken nuggets, spicy chicken nuggets, or gas. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. here for that, guys. I'm here for that. Gas. More or than uh, gas. what's it? Uh, gas. What, what's the, the other the one I'm thinking mark. of here in Cincy? Uh, the uh, no, yes, like, better as than far as like, doesn't even make a sandwich. So Does eagle, that even count? The do they make a sandwich? Yeah, local the places. Eagle. What eagle they do? Great fucking fried chicken. What we're we? talking about. The, oh, no, we're, we're talking about eagle and OCR. There's there's nine conversations happening around the table right now. Wait, We're I've, talking I've about lost isn't control. it your job? I've lost control. I wanted to talk I'm, about Oktoberfest and so know what it means to anyway, me. Anyway, cry email a little bit. Now I can't cry a little bit. Jjangles at yahoo.com. We don't need to release Josh's email address on the show. I think we should. I think we should. Jangle. All that it took was Jingles sitting down at the table, and now the show is off the rails. So bring me back. I feel like I'm. I feel like I need to like bring it Let's, back. I'm helping you know, to know. No, you know what? You know, you know it can get us back on track. Let's drink a beer. From yes. The beer fridge. Yeah, we haven't even talked about this yet. Let's, let's drink a beer because I'm I'm almost through my first beer and I'm ready to. Uh, I will. To drink I, will it I will say we have an empty. I can't hear what you're saying because you don't have. This isn't one you, li- is you listen to. No. This isn't the country no. music 
segment? No, because uh, I can't play copyrighted music on <laughs> my an, show. We have an empty pitcher here that needs to be filled with common marzen because it's delicious. Thank you very much. <laughs> we'll work on that. Can we got, can I've we please the try the class, To The Moon? The the, I really want to try To The Moon. Can the, uh, we try To The Moon? The cur- Where do I got to go? I'll go get it right now and come back. Where do I got to go? The bar. Inside. The Will they recognize the me as someone who's allowed to get a free pitcher? Yeah, you don't need a whole pitcher. We don't need a pitcher. I cannot promise All right, that. so uh, someone, someone from Saunders got to get it there. <laughs> why don't we, uh, why we, don't we just uh, dive into what we're doing right now, and then we'll figure that out. What yeah. I feel more what confident it, is that we have the Sonder Oktoberfest. We have the Warped Weir Hefeweizen. Warped, wow. Warped Weir. Warped Warped Weir. Weir. I've had Warped. beers. My favorite Warped new brewery coming to Mason, Warped Weir. I've had beers. Uh, Warped Wing Hefeweizen. Hey, Hefeweizen. I have been told that that's how you're supposed Hefeweizen. to say it. Ooh, Hefeweizen. I've actually been told from somebody in Germany and that then it, it can go, go either way. And we're going to go get the common <laughs> in this picture. God um, love you for that. Let's... Let's let's drink um, some 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 Mertzen. Yeah, let's do. Wait. Yes, yeah, so we have Saunders. It. I, that means Martin. I need it. <laughs> That's the Saunder, uh, the Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Yes. Which I is this? Like, is this a a Mertzen or is this a Fest beer? I would yes. lean. Yeah. By the yeah. way, a lot of my customers are like, "What's a Mertzen?" Yeah. Like, and I look at them and say, "What's an Oktoberfest?" <laughs> <laughs> is this Jeopardy? Well, it's a German beer. I'm like, no, it's not. Um. <laughs> Not a German beer. Yeah. So, so uh, just you know, historically speaking. Okay. Um, I hate doing this without Chase, but um, we are we are hopefully lockstep enough that I can do it justice. <laughs> no pun intended. So uh, nicely done. Uh, traditionally speaking, Martin is is a little more sweet. Um, you get a little more of that caramel and multi character out of it, right? So it's a little more full bodied. Uh, a little more uh, toasty, if you right, will. Right. Um, Breadier. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and so you're eating a breakfast. Yeah, a little bit. It's um, not that. It's not light, that bad. Shout breakfast. out Maggie Rendler just showed up at the table Woo-hoo! right now to uh, go get more beers. Maggie, we love you. We love your show. Uh, for those that don't know, Maggie, Maggie is our uh, HR director. So careful. Um, <laughs> so wait, back to back to Martin. I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious. So, so uh, historically speaking, Mark, Mark, you yes. back me up on this, right? I'm, a, I'm, so, I'm with you. Historically speaking, Martin, just generally, if you want to go just real broad brush, mm-hmm. Martin, if you're talking Oktoberfest characteristics, if there's one that's lighter, a little more bitter, a little more hoppy, a little more sessionable, a little more crushable. That is more towards the fest beer side. 100%. Yes. Martzen is way more sweeter, more bready, more cracker, uh, a little more malty and caramel flavors. A- Amber drinkers love a good Martzen. Yes. Exactly. There was something that happened back in the 70s or so where... Oh, I love this. Oct- I love a gnome nugget. Wait, Oktoberfest started to shift. And nobody at this table was alive in the 70s except me. Ooh. So let's do hey, this. Hey, you don't know how old hey, I am. Hey, you don't know me. Oh, yeah. How much? Uh, <laughs> how old are you, Mark? 51. No, okay. that's seriously? I was born in 1970. That, hey, that explains think, the gray in the beard. I mean, I thought that Mark just sense. looked really good for 39. <laughs> that's what I, dude, I thought Mark looked really good for like 28. It's all the, it's all the, 
I don't want to go there. But I would. I hey, go, you know how please. we say Friday's a feeling, Oktoberfest is a feeling, age is a feeling. Do you age? feel fifty-one? I do not. That that's my dude right there. Wait, every time I wake up in the morning, one hundred percent. But what about when <laughs> we <laughs> hang out? But, but, but the time I, I got three pictures. Wait, wait, it's not a. Feeling. I'm trying, I'm trying, trying like to drop some historical nuggets, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> while while there's only one of us that may have been. Uh, when were you born? You were not you, in the seventies. You weren't born in the seventies. <laughs> Okay, so you you look you look very old. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh wow! That was just a joke, you guys. <laughs> wow! So while while hey, only hey, enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> while, and my truck. <laughs> while only only one of us may have been uh, born in the 70s, I guarantee that nobody at this table was drinking Oktoberfest beers in the 70s. Uh, that I will <laughs> I will concede. But what was what was happening? With Oktoberfest beers in in the seventies was that uh, at Oktoberfest people started replicating what we were drinking here in the United States. They started making beer a little bit lighter, a little bit crisper, a little bit easier to drink, and that's how Fest beer kind of started to be the beer that probably people a little bit colder were, as were well. yeah probably colder and, yeah. and more of it and <laughs> you know. The United States, and I don't want to get too nerdy with it, with with Oktoberfest talk, because the United guy, States. Can I interrupt? That guy has an old Rasputin shirt on. The old Rasputin. <laughs> that's the first craft beer I ever drank. <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I'm sorry. That's that shirt's amazing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, I just had to right. say it. We won't go historical. Let's, sorry, let's shift gears again. <laughs> let's, let's let's shift shift gears. Um, okay. Let's let's talk let's talk a little bit about Sonder. Let's, hey, let's get this let's so get this I'm, on track gonna, a little I'm gonna, bit. I'm gonna turn my microphone <laughs> off. We're gonna talk about Sonder. I really I really let's, hope that your audience drinks while they listen to this podcast. They they will for this one. <laughs> Are you frustrated with us right now? No, not at all. Okay. This is this is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, this is one of those episodes that people are gonna like. They, they know what they're getting into. No, no, right? they they will figure it out very quickly. They'll they'll like they'll get up for work like on like it's uh, like it's like eleven a.m. Monday morning. Like, no, oh, should I need to listen to this at like no, seven p.m. on a Ford? It's a like Wednesday. six a.m. It's like six a.m. Monday. There. Okay, this show comes out on Monday morning. Get it right. <laughs> what, did, what did I say? You said Tuesday. Oh, I, that was a that was an example. <laughs> they're they're getting ready to go to work, and they get in their car, and they're going to fire this podcast up and be like, "What the hell is this? <laughs> well, what is this animal?" Listen Mark, to this Mark later, guys. Literally tabled his microphone to be when he you threw said, it on the ground. When you said, "Let's talk about Sonder," Mark no, literally I, tabled I, his microphone and leaned back, took his headphones off, opened up. his phone. I've, I've got I got text right, messages. I'm, I'm good for a minute. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and. Shit back and I, listen. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's I want to talk, talk about, about GABF. Okay. Um, okay. Let's, there was, let's let's not talk about GABF. There was there let's, was <laughs> there was a little thing that happened um, since we had you guys on the show last time. What's you guys, that? You guys kind of got a got a little bit of a, a, a medal. We did. Um, yeah. And I want to talk about that because for a couple different reasons. I mean, yes, it's a very prestigious award and all of that, but. It was from the uh, the the sour oak room. What do we call it? The, yep, the, the sour oak room. Yeah, um, something that we don't see a lot of releases out of. But it's clear now. You can't argue that it's not what what is coming out of there is not something that you should be doing more of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's fair. Um, first of all, I just want to shout out uh, Luke Shropshire and our whole production team. Yep, hundred um, percent. 
So oh, don't shout him out too much. We don't need that ego any bigger. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest. You, I, I'm more than willing to boost Luke's ego. Yeah. Deserves it. You know what? I'm, I'm super. I'm super pumped about this. Um, as soon as it was announced that we won, uh, Luke's wife Haley made a post on her all of her social media, and it was a photo of Luke homebrewing years and years ago. And he had super long hair. I think he wasn't wearing <laughs> shoes. He was barefoot. It was like it was pre. It was all pre makes sense. <laughs> it was. It was. It, I mean, it was. It was. My point to it is, this is not something for us as a company and as a team. Uh, a, we take lightly, or B, that's just like a fly-by-night thing. Uh, and so Luke, for so Luke for us was our first hire. So it was uh, Jen, Chase, myself, and Daniel, and we made our first hire, and it was somebody to support Chase in our production team because we had this 30-barrel brew house. You and also needed somebody else that was big that could help carry things that's around. That's a good point. Yeah, we needed a massive human being. There was lots of construction Touché. still going on. Yeah. Uh, we, have, we had big aspirations to be something different than what Commons' uh, business plan was, which we've talked about, right? Yep. And to be able to do that, we needed another brewer. And what's really cool is we wanted somebody uh, that that not only worked well with Chase, but that paired well with him. And and I've talked about this at nauseum, as has Danny on our podcast, as has Chase and Luke on our podcast, that it was like this God-ordained thing that we found a dude who couldn't have been more opposite than Chase Professional. And Chase is classically trained, German-style, process, perfection. I love that he still calls it a Northeast IPA, for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, by the way. Me too. Uh, uh, And Chase will learn whatever he has to learn to do whatever we need to do. But the cool thing is he doesn't have to. Right. Because Luke is passionate about it and studies that and 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 covers everything that that chase doesn't right and uh in in all fairness and respect to all of our team and to everyone uh those guys study each other to try to get better at what they don't know um but also give each other a lot of creative liberty to focus in on and do what the other doesn't do really really well and the French 75 cocktail uh, barrel-aged beer that we won an award for uh, is a blend of both because it was able to have Chase have some influence and then also give Ch- give Luke creative liberty to just make this beer awesome. Yeah. And uh, it's a really good example of our entire production team killing it. And what I'm probably most excited about is our production team uh getting some credit that i feel like they deserve man our guys so well deserved uh, our guys come in and what 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 people don't know you know so we won a gabf medal for french 75 um we've won in years past which by the way was very difficult this year Yes. For yes. Ohio breweries. Yes. Extremely difficult. Yes. Thir- 13, I think. 13 medals. for Ohio, one and th- uh, three in Cincinnati. Um, U.S. Open, there was a lot of stuff as well. And so. 10%. U.S. Yeah. Open, 10% by the state of Ohio. 40 
in the entire state. It's awesome. Which we crushed it. GABF, phenomenal achievement to get one. Yeah, what it's does, awesome. What thanks does, for, what thanks does for saying a, that. What does a GABF medal mean to you guys as a brewery? Like, is it is it the big deal that we've all kind of you know what? hyped yeah, it, it up to it, be? It, it is, it is, Gnome. And, and here's what I would say. I would love to sit here at this table. I would love nothing more to sit here at this table and say, it doesn't mean anything. It's just marketing. We'll just play it, whatever. In the future, that might be true. But here's what I want to tell you. For everything all of us have sacrificed for this place... So if we want to if we want to separate Oktoberfest for what it is today and then separate everything else in our business. Um Danny has worked 70 80 hours a week uh leading up to whatever, right? Uh all of the owners are here whenever we can be to do all of this. And and that's just because our business model lends us to to need to do that, right? Right, right. Um, our bartenders work crazy hours. If we never win another GABF medal, fine. But to be able to celebrate one time with that medal, it tells my entire team, man, this worked. That's guys, what, guys, where, we, we did I'm it. At. So a GABF medal, it doesn't impact our sales of beer. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't impact our sales. Well, of especially beer. since I probably can't buy that beer right now, can I? Well, Is it uh, gone? Come, come to our anniversary party. You might be able to. Wait in the show notes. Soon. <laughs> a G, uh, a we, G- we might have an opportunity where there might be 20 or so bottles left in ooh, our cellar that ooh. we might be uh, I'm gonna go, raffling. I'm going to go sneak around. <laughs> a, a GABF metal doesn't all of a sudden elevate Sonder. It's and, not about sales. No, it's not about sales. It, and honestly, it's not even really about marketing. Like, what is it about, though? It's about this. Our entire team knowing that we were recognized it, for it, all of the hard work we did. It's almost a rally cry. Like, hey, like we have a 40-person company that's busting our absolute ass to do all of this, whether it's distribute beer, sell beer, market beer. But by, by the you, way, for the for, for the volume that we're putting out currently, which is what it is, by Brewers Association standards, we are understaffed, and and that's somewhat strategic, somewhat that's, somewhat nature of the industry. There's a lot of breweries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, what does that mean, though? What that means is everybody's working really, 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 really hard and to be able to sell a lot of beer, and so. If it means nothing else, sorry to cut you off, Danny. No, I just want to. I just want to bring this on. You're saying the same thing I would have. If if it means nothing else, it means being able to come in on a Monday morning, fill a glass with beer, and cheers to something that matters. And 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 as much as all of us want to say it doesn't matter because it doesn't increase sales, and it's just marketing. It's just this. You know. You know. You know. One of my favorite. One of my favorite days I've ever had in this company, and I have a lot of really cool days. I can go line by line, releasing a beer on Black Friday that, that, is, that is named after my dad and I's tradition, right? Um, all of the things, our grand opening, being able to do a collaboration with my friends and being able to do all these things. I will never forget for the rest of my life, I will never forget the day that Justin from the Ohio Craft Brewers Association came down, handed us our medal. I was able to put it around Luke's neck and we were able to take a photo with our entire production team congratulating them on something that matters. And, and, and yes, it's subjective. And yes, it doesn't, it's not the end-all be-all. But there's, 
you know, there. If you look at but hard work, man. It's just our our team works so validation. So validation damn is a hell hard. of a thing. But dude, validation I, is a hell of a thing. Like you, you can talk as much as you would like about. Hey, I know I make good beer. I know that I put a good product out, and hey, I'm fulfilling a lot of different needs as far as beer consumers go. But that recognition. You, you can fake it as much as you want. That recognition matters. It does. And, and what I would say, I would even double down on that, Danny. The recognition matters. What I would, what I would say is, if we didn't win, because we didn't win last year, and we didn't win our first year entry. Right. If we don't win, it's not, like, it's not like things dip, right? It's not like all of a sudden it's like, oh, shit, we didn't win, we failed, and we got to figure out. It's not that. It's like this incremental morale boost of being able to tell people, like, you're validated. Right. What you do matters, and the product you're putting out matters, and it's... it's we a, may never win again, and that's okay. Well, the it's be- like, as a podcaster, and I know you guys have, have done this on, on, on all of your shows, you tell people at the end of the show, you know, you know rate and, and review the show, tell us, you know, the, you know it doesn't actually change anything for the show. It just lets you know that what you're doing means Danny said it right something. validation matters it just it it, it, it kind of gives this boost to things that uh, um, sometimes is, is much needed there there's those uh, Wednesday nights where you get home at the end of the night and you sit down and you're like what am I doing like what is what is going right. on right like, and it, just all that steam is gone and that thing that can just kind of give it that injection and kind of kick it to that next thing is um, sometimes it's very needed yeah <laughs> uh, that's not to say that a GABF medal is not a big deal because it is a big deal. <laughs> There's been, you know, it's both and. Cincinnati got its first medal at GABF in 1987. Um, we'll go, we'll go historical again, I guys. Love this. Some, Come some, on, with drop it. some knowledge. There have been 31 GABF medals that have come back to Cincinnati since 1987. Twelve breweries, total twelve breweries. Only ten that still exist in some form or another have a GABF medal. And is that a fact? That is, is a fact. What? That is a fact. And you guys are now one of 12 breweries in Cincinnati that have won a GABF medal. That means something. It does mean something. That, I didn't and, know and, that. And maybe I didn't know that. Maybe it's just confirmation that you're, you're, you're doing something that people appreciate and people um, recognize, but it, it is a, it's a thing. Danny, it, it did does. you know that? I did not. That's you would cool if you go to the gnarlynome.com. Cool. I have a full <laughs> list of every medal that has been won in Cincinnati. The gnarlynome.com slash awards, I think, will take you right to a list of everyone's awards. That's, That's cool, me. man. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for sharing that. I didn't know that. Mark, I feel like you were going to say something, and I cut you off earlier. No, not at all. I, I, I just was going to say that, like, reiterate with both of what you and Danny are saying is medals don't do much as far as, like, drawing more business in. But it is an affirmation to the people that work, pardon my French, their dicks off yep. for your brewery and for your business, which as an or, owner... Or their lady parts. Sure. Or, yeah. We're, we're. Thank you. <laughs> they work all their parts off. All oh, everybody's parts. parts are falling off around town. But, <laughs> you know, as an owner, that's a, that's a huge that's a huge thing. Like, if you've got people that are willing to come in and, granted, you are paying them, but they're putting in that extra effort over and above what that paycheck's going to pay you and you are able to give them this this it, you are being recognized not only by our community but that the community the craft community at large that is a big statement 
and people take that to heart, especially the brewers, especially the people that are, are, are trying to make sure that your beer is out there and your name is known. That is a big thing. And it's, it may not increase sales, but it's certainly going to motivate your staff. So I, I am 100% behind these awards and whether or not they bring me an extra customer in there to buy a beer, my staff is actually motivated and I'm motivated, it's paid. It, it, may, it matters so much more. It matters way more. Agreed. Agreed. Tom Stover joining the show right now. Going back and talking about kind of community. Um, <laughs> you're gonna ha- you're gonna, you're just gonna have to be a part of not hearing Tom. I'm you know, here. And you know when you when you guys oh, you're leaving you, right now. Mark, thank you. We'll see you soon. When we talk about we'll, what we'll catch up soon, Tom. What or uh, Mark? <laughs> Everybody will catch up. <laughs> thank you. When we talk about what community means. Um, you look at Mason, where uh, at one time you could you could come up here to, to Mason and you could go to Applebee's and and, and, and Rusty Bucket or w- whatever the chain that uh, of the chain of the day was. There there wasn't like this 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 community around beer that was going on, and you look at it now and you've got you've got Sonder who I think is, is in a lot of ways carrying that torch of, of you know, projecting what is happening in Mason out into, in a bigger picture. Um, then you've got places like the Common. You've got 16 Lots that is trying to dial things into this whole other thing for what they've been doing. You've got Warped Wing coming in. It's The world is very different in Mason <laughs> than it was uh, five years ago. So what? So what do you think that means? So, and, and, I don't know. And by the way, uh, it's exciting. I just don't so, know what it means. So, <laughs> uh, I I believe that things just don't automatically randomly happen. Tom walking up with warped wing right here. What a coincidence! What a coincidence! <laughs> what a so, coincidence. so how do you guys feel? I guess I would want to know. How do you guys feel coming into Mason? Oh man, it's, Cincinnati's a wonderful town. We've been selling beer down here for a long time, um, but it's always been challenging because we weren't local. And, and moving a brewery into the Mason area and making a Cincinnati local thing is so exciting for us and such a big step for the brewery itself and where we're going. Um, man, it, we can't be more excited about this situation and being welcomed as we have been, like, and, and then being part of the community now is just amazing that's what we're very transparent about is that you know we're not you know i think typical knowledge or you know transparency would be like oh warp wings coming to town like that's gonna hurt our business no no no. you have good beer in mason ohio all of a sudden you're bringing those beer consumers to common sonder warped wing you're it's a destination here in this part of town you know that you can have a night out and drink at three or four locations and have a really good experience with a lot of really good beer. That elevates everyone as opposed to like, oh, the only good beer out here is Sonder. It's bullshit. 
Like there's really good beer in the suburbs, and Warped Wing is now one of those breweries. Well, yeah. I started when I started writing my uh, my article about Warped Wing opening up here in Mason. Ooh. I started putting in, oh, here's within you know within ten miles of of oh you can't do ten location. miles. No, I started doing it. I'm like, oh shit, that's within that's within. Oh, it ended yeah. up being like what like 14, 16 yeah, you, brews. You, you, you really, like I mean, in, in reality, I had no idea. In all seriousness, I mean, you got to go three or four miles because. To, to the point that, you know, Danny and I have talked about this at nauseum. We talked about it on Saunders Stories. Just about anywhere you go in Cincinnati. You're, you're just about... Just, you're, by the way, I just I, hiccuped in the middle of that if statement. If I had clips at the beginning of my show, that would be one of them. Um, now. Um, <laughs> you're tripping over good beer. It, it, just about anywhere you go in Cincinnati. Um, if you want to go anywhere outside of five miles... I mean, you, you, to Danny's point, he says you're tripping over good beer. I mean... You, if you want to talk about what local feels like, and you want to really narrow that down, you got to go to three or four miles. Yeah, and 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 you know what Tom said. I, I, so I I know uh, the Warped Wing crew well. I am happy to call them friends. Um, I remember I had a conversation with one of the owners there. He calls me and he's like, "Hey, uh, how do you feel about us being neighbors?" <laughs> and and I think and and I could sense he was nervous. And my first reaction was, dude, I'm pumped. And, and why? Because to Danny's point, rising tide raises all ships, right? And the, you know what I want? Good, the I more want good people, beer in Mason, the better we'll all be. I literally want people to come down from Dayton into Mason who have never been here, who know Warped Wing, who are now going to come to Sonder and, Ma- and Warped Wing and oh, the common oh, oh, by and the way, 16 lots by thank the god way, it wasn't brew dog or some shit oh sorry <laughs> i do not recall i don't remember i do not recall by the way my friends that live closer to downtown they know like oh i want to have a brewery night let's do the three or four breweries right. that are in Mason. that's right so all of a sudden now you have an opportunity now where if you want to just shake it up if you live downtown and you want to shake it up for a date night come to mason there's four or five different places you can come get really all good within beer. five miles. That's right. Uh, I mean, how many times have you it's all my been idea of a date night and said I want to go to a brewery and then you go to <laughs> four breweries? Exactly. Breweries. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever it might be, you never go to just one. You 36. have a beer here. You have a beer there. And, and by the way, and spoiler alert! I'll just drop it now. Oh. You okay with me doing this, Tom? Do it. We're, we're working on a collaboration with Warped Wing Ooh. for the launch. Ooh. Um, so that when they launch, that everyone knows, like, we're in this together. This is not a, you have to pick one. Right. We don't want anyone to feel like they have to pick one. It's not bullshit that we're sitting here saying, it's not. Like, it's come, really come not. to Mason and drink beer. Like, no, we want you to come to Mason and drink beer. And by the way, you're going to have really good beer at Warped Wing, at Sonder, at yep. Common. Yep. And we, you- might, we might even be brewing beer together. Yeah. Do you think that this uh, this hyper localization of uh, craft beer that's happening, where it becomes three miles, where that is now what local is, does that hurt the the bigger community of Cincinnati beer? Things like is that suffering a little bit? It only elevates it. I will I will forever say that it only elevates it. If you feel like you can go to any brewery in Cincinnati and get a good beer. You're elevating the nuance, the experience, the honestly the taste of the beer. And you you travel anywhere outside of Cincinnati, you don't get the same experience. You're right. tripping over good beer in Cincinnati. If you go to any Midwest city, whether it's you know, and there's good beer in these cities, but if you go to Indy, Nashville, Lexington, Louisville, uh, hey, well you gotta why you gotta hit on Indy, bro? 
<laughs> that felt like a direct attack. <laughs> you know I'm right. Ooh. I'm gonna pass the mic. Well, I think there, there's good beer in those cities, but there's not as much good beer in those cities as there are, as I, there is here. I, agree. I think the point is drink good beer in general, right? Drink That's good it. local good beer. Local. It's not even local, right? I mean, you can look at Cincinnati in general, right? Like, right? Okay, you drink drink good Cincinnati beer, but like, you know, I haven't been to many Warp Wing located. I've been to Warp Wing many times, but like when I heard that Warp Wing was coming over here, I was like, yo, this is awesome because, you know, again, Raising Tide raises all ships and, 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 uh, like and all that stuff. <laughs> it's it's 100% drink good beer, period. It's weirdly, it's weirdly a confidence thing, right? I, like, I think what it does, honestly, and this is, uh, so you said confidence. Sorry to cut you off, Danny. I no, just, like if, if you aren't confident in your beer and someone else comes into town and you're worried about it, you have deeper issues. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I can't, I can't argue I, I don't that disagree. I think, <laughs> at, I think at the end have of the day. I, have I had enough beers to say that? Like, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're 100% right. I think at the end of the day. If you're afraid that there's another brewery that came into town that has shuffleboard, guess what? Shuffleboard wasn't what you should have <laughs> yeah. been marketing. Right. <laughs> Touche. I just think, I think at the end of the day, like it, like I think Josh is spot on with what he said. And I think you're alluding to this, Danny, but like make make good beer like i think at the end of the day here's what's happening people in cincinnati so i have said this a thousand times saunders stories drinking game well that's the cincy brewcast drinking game justin quotes mark twain drink mark twain famously (laughs) said at the end of the earth i want to be in cincinnati where everything happens 20 years later guess what's happening in cincinnati now everybody is recognizing good beer and so and so if, if if there's more people making beer, guess who's going to win? The people making the best beer. I don't think that it's happening later in Cincinnati with our beer, though. Like, yes, there were there were other cities that had some great but trends happen later. But IPA is still the the number one selling style of beer in Cincinnati, and it's twenty percent over indexed from the rest of the world. But the fact that Cincinnati beer is picking up steam again because we could get into that but again in you know the the 2000s is very different than you you know Portland Oregon no but but the my fact point that it's is my point is trends happen different. later here so so let me give you an example this is not a trend this is who we are though no but it's not it is it's no not. it is Cincinnati Trend, is, trends of beer Cincinnati sales is beer. always level out and they will level out here just like they have the rest of the world you know what the number one selling beer outside of Cincinnati is uh, Bud Light no it's <laughs> crap cra- <laughs> Craft beer. By the way, Bud Light's, Bud Light's the number one selling beer here, too. I don't want to talk about that. But my we'll point is, that. the number one selling craft style, you know what the number one fastest growing craft style of beer is? Growing? Fastest growing. Uh, Not mean, FMB? It's lager. <laughs> okay. I guarantee you so in, five right. years, <laughs> in five years in Cincinnati, that will hit here. But that's it's but, not right but, now. But that's my point. Like, I... It's easy to. It always happens. Go, go to go to L.A. and listen to, to the number one billboards for rap music, and then come here. Six months later, it happens here. But it's real. That's a real thing. It is a real thing. But like, that's the Midwest, though, not Cincinnati. But it's like, it's playing up on it. My point is, it's real. Well, Do you know what the number one selling beer in in 
in the state of Indiana is for craft beer is? Number one selling craft beer in Indiana. Guess what it is? Sour. No, it's Sunlight from Sun King. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what the number one selling beer in Kentucky is? No. Cougar bait. Yeah. It's it's Those cougar bait. Local, right? Like okay. It, it's yeah. a thing. Well, do you know what the number one selling beer everywhere in the country is? A light beer. A light. I, I would. Agree <laughs> my point is, my point is, in in Cincinnati, in 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 the state of Ohio, I would bet you all of us. I would bet all of you, any amount of money I make, that in five years it will be a light beer. It won't be truth. Hopefully, it's Troutwood. Might be. <laughs> five years. It might, my my point is, my point is. All of trends, call it beer, call it music, call it whatever you want, in the Midwest, in the Midwest, it happens later than it does on the West Coast. The West Coast is showing us a trend. Yeah. It will happen here. But you can't can't lump Cincinnati just into the Midwest. Cincinnati is its own beast. It's a different beast. There are things happening in Cincinnati that don't follow normal trends. Like red cream soda. <laughs> red cream soda. If 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 it was if it was distributed well into the Midwest, we might be able to get better numbers on that. But I, I just I think that there is something about beer that is happening here and that has always been happening here in Cincinnati, that is different than when you go to Indianapolis. So, so or you do you go think down. that we are setting the trend and not following no, a trend? No, I, I I don't think we're setting any. I think we just do our thing. Like we're just we're beer people here. Like it's 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 part of what makes Cincinnati what it is. We d- yeah. we don't understand why it is, but we that it's see, a beer city. I think that's why we don't show up on the top ten most beer. You know, like where's the top ten most you know best beer cities to visit? That's why we're not on those lists because we don't follow the trends. We do whatever we want, and we don't fall within. You know the normal of of what everyone else is doing. Like, what is Asheville doing? What is the Pacific Northwest doing? Like, we don't fall within that because we don't care. It is Cincinnati beer, and we're proud about it. Like, it doesn't matter. Just, Justin's about to pop. We do follow He's trends, right. though. That's what I'm saying. We is do. We like, do. We do. You're not going to tell me that what you see in Asheville today won't be in Cincinnati in five years. You're I mean, wrong. it will be. You're wrong. We do follow trends. I. We just. We just. We're a little behind, maybe. We do. I don't know. We're a little I, behind. And that's the, statistically speaking, we are. And that's, which that's is the Mark wrong. Twain, uh, not to fall on no, your. It's not your, wrong. You know. By the way, you're not wrong, but by the way, that's the sti- statistically speaking. Statistically, and that's not. I'm not yeah, saying no. any of that is wrong. I'm just saying, statistically speaking, that's an accurate statement. But per I, capita, though, we're way ahead of. I'm not talking many, about beer consumption. By the way, by the way, many beer consumption, we're the number five state in the country. Right. And right. The fact that we're not number one is, is atrocious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's atrocious. No, it is. I think we should all make it our mission to get to number one. <laughs> Screw that. Let's chuck beers. All right. Here we go. I'm not. <laughs> by the way, by the way beer let's, right now. let's make it really clear. I'm not saying anything negative. What I'm saying is if we're trying to follow trends. All of us, all of us in this industry, it behooves us to follow that, right? No. So what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, IPA is still the number one selling style in Ohio. Yep. It's not the number one selling style anywhere else in the country anymore. And so it's just little nuggets like that. If we're going to look at that as business owners, 
as people in the industry, like we have to follow those things to know. It's man, it's interesting. So I cover Cincinnati, mm-hmm. I cover Columbus, I cover Toledo, and all three towns are one hundred percent different. One hundred percent. Yep, that's accurate. And you know, Columbus sours are the shit. Like everybody wants that. Everybody wants to get the new sour, fruited, whatever, slushy. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's, right. That's available. Hipster city. In, in Cincinnati, it's all IPA driven. Yep. And then up in Toledo, Ermel's is our number one selling beer, which is insane because it's not the same anywhere else. Yeah. So even within Ohio, the microcosm that we're talking about, it, it's, it's 100% different. So it's just the people here that that drive that business and drive what we're doing. And Cincinnati just happens to be an IPA town. <laughs> so there's a big, big topic that I feel like. <laughs> I, I, when you look at Cincinnati and if like if you walk around this festival and you start talking to people and you say, What is what is what is your beer? What is the thing that gets you excited about craft beer right now? It's not gonna it's not going to be lager with most of these people. It's not going to be IPA with most of these people. It's something else. And how does that factor in? Like statistics take everybody into account, which is, I guess what we're talking about, but like it's, it's those people that still don't know yet that what, what, what craft beer is. If I talk to anybody in this industry, their favorite beer is a lager. Every, every, right. Everybody that right. That's the industry, though. <laughs> right. And it's the industry, and that's I, what and, we all. And do. I think, yeah, I think at the end of the but, day, I think at the end of the day, whether it's IPA, whether it's Lager, whether it's Truth, whether it's Trotwood, whether it's Voss, whether it's Red Cream Soda Seltzer, right? <laughs> right. At the end of the day, like, there, truthfully, there's no there. There's I no not, wrong answer. That's right. That's right. No wrong answer. I think all. I mean, I know. I know for a fact. All of us want the same result. Right. I just don't know uh, how we, as as craft beer in Cincinnati, um, go about it the right way. You ignore the trends. You make what the people that are coming into your tap room want to drink. You, you make it. You can't ignore the trends, you, though, no, right? But that, but that, if you if you want, if to, you ignore the trends, then red cream soda never exists, and that's the thing that has put March first in this I don't, crazy no, operation. No, 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 I don't buy that at all. Red cream soda is not ignoring the trends. The trends are not to make that was a. To, it's not though. Like it's it's. I don't. I don't think red cream soda is a trend. I, th- I don't think that there are that many seltzers out there that do what red cream soda is doing. That's why red cream soda is so popular. Here's the thing. Like, here's the thing. The the trend. <laughs> the trend is this low carb, low calorie. Let's talk about that. That is on. not low calorie. No, no, no. It's <laughs> it's not. Let's be really clear. No, it's not. But here's the thing. The trend is this low carb, low calorie. You know, hey, we're drinking this seltzer water, alcoholic thing, right. whatever. You know, and like, we don't, we never have claimed to be that, right? But you look at like what breweries have been making the most waves. Like, I, you know, I, I, I'm okay to call it out, right? Look at the Listermans. Look at uh, the street sides, right? And they're they're making these crazy marshmallow 
these crazy, you know, imperial IPAs that are like pastry stout, or not IPAs, but stouts, crazy, you know, uh, the stouts that are, you know, marshmallow and, and you know, everything that you fruity, can think of, whatever, in right? <laughs> you know, and that's what, that's what people want, right? And like nowhere it, in the marketing it, of red cream soda is to say, oh, this is healthy for you, right? I, you know, it's I not. Just, I would love for a brewery to go back to the day of making a West Coast IPA, Amen. a lager, Amen. a Amen. true Hefeweizen, Amen. Like, all of these things. But that that's we not what love. people want. That's I not, just, you know, that's, but what, I th- that's I th- what blows me away. I think, I, I really think if we, if Cincinnati wants to become the trend, you know, we, we keep looking at the coasts for the trends. If we want to be the trend, you go have back to, to the 80s where you have to. I feel like going. I may have set this off on the wrong <laughs> path, and I'm sorry. You have to ignore the trend. I'm you sorry. Gotta, you gotta I pay, didn't mean to do that. No, just, you've you've got to pay attention to what people want. Now, all of a sudden, want. all of you feel Danny's pain when we sit in a meeting I, and I talk I, about strategic I, marketing I, trends and all of these things. I just. Why doesn't Sonder have red cream soda, damn it? I push back on the fact that this is trendy. Where's the pink lemonade and the Baja blast off, damn you? I, I think that the fact that there is so much red cream soda seltzer moving in Cincinnati, the fact that you guys have uh, a Hefeweizen and then a Dunkelweizen that are selling year round, those are not trends. That's not. That's not delicious. That's not normal. Delicious. That's fair. I see that's what you're saying. Cincinnati. I see what you're saying. None of this uh, is normal. I think it's a trend within Cincinnati, though. <laughs> and, right? that's, and that's what No, it is. Yes. Because if yes, it was not a yes. trend, like red cream soda wouldn't be dominating what we are producing. How many right? red cream soda seltzers are there around the country? How many what? Red cream soda seltzers exist around the country? None. That's the thing. Hold on. Ooh. Listen, listen, listen. And get how. Listen. Yet we, I can't get a freaking look, beer on March been, 1st because all you're making is red cream soda with, seltzer. Look, we've been in talk with different distributors and Kroger's and box stores and stuff like that. And, and we are an anomaly. We are an anomaly. Cincinnati is an anomaly. With Bro, Cincinnati. make a beer and then we'll talk. You what? Make a beer and then we'll talk. <laughs> I, look, for me, it's, it's painful that the seltzer is what our number one seller is, right? But like you know, at the end of the day, if we can make something cool that people like, like money, I'm down. Money talks, dude. Do what? Money talks. <laughs> you can't it's hear true. any of us. I listen, mean, listen. I'm, I'm in this to make a living. Me. That's right. right. Like, and that's right. And that's what I was I about cannot, to say. I cannot deny that. Like yep. you know, yep. if I'm not in this for me personally, like right, to make an you I, know a living, what am I in this for? That's right. right. I, I was about to say the same thing. I think there is there is uh, you know for, forget what all of us craft beer geeks at this table are interested in. I think the one thing that we lose sight of still sometimes, and I think about this because we just went through an entire podcast of brewery owners at this table. At the end of the day, there's still something that has to be talked about. You have to make money and this still has to be a business. And the fact that Red Cream Soda is selling 100 barrels a month or a week or whatever it is, I don't know the numbers and I don't care. It's a lot of seltzer. It's a lot of seltzer, and people are drinking it. And while it may not be my style or my taste, I'm not saying it is or isn't. It is. We need to. We need to do a YouTube series. <laughs> my point is. I think I told you my idea for my YouTube series. <laughs> you did. You did. I love it so much. My point is, there's still an element of if you're a business. All right, let's talk business 101. Right? Need, fill, need, make money. 
There clearly is a need for people who are drinking this beer. March 1st is filling that need. They are selling it. They are making money. Move on, right? Whether that's Saunders' model or Warped Wings' model or whoever's model, it doesn't matter, right? My point is, my point is, is that a trend? May not be. It might be. I I am notoriously bad for overthinking everything. And Danny would sit across the table and he would tell all of you that probably more vehemently if I wasn't sitting at the table. My problem is that I, I overthink everything. And are trends arrest around the country a thing? Maybe. Are they maybe well, not? Because you can't we're in say Cin- that a trend is not a thing. Are, they well, clearly Justin, are Are they thing. maybe not because we're in Cincinnati and it's different? Maybe, right? Justin, our number one selling beer by far, by time and again, is Gamma Bomb. It's a yep. West Coast style IPA. Which is a fantastic beer, by the way. around forever. It is not trendy. It's not anything. It is but it's what different. We've done. It's but I would say that, is, that Gamma Bomb is such a different, uh, you know, group of people who like Gamma Bomb who might it's a like different Red beer. Cream Soda, right? Like, you know, maybe maybe the craft beer, uh, you know, fans oh, yeah. might yeah. might gravitate more towards Gamma Bomb more than like a Red Cream Soda. I, I mean, I don't know that this, that's that. I, I don't know the numbers. Obviously, I, I don't either. All of this, but all it, of it, it is, is, it is. A, by far our number one beer. Yeah. And, and that being said, it's what keeps our lights on. It's what is it by far beer. number one in Cincinnati or total? Total. total. All of this and, is missing a point, Cincinnati, though. Cincinnati, by far. It's all by it's far. all missing the point that... Which is traditional, is what I'm saying. It's right. Not, it's not a trend beer. It's not and a... You know what's crazy? It's, it's not like, following something weird. It's not a fruited yeah. IPA. It's not... And I would rather... This else. is me personally. Like I would rather drink Gamma Bomb more than Red Cream Soda, right? Like, Fair. But, that, Fair. but I'm a beer nerd, right? And I love <laughs> IPAs. I love stouts. I love all that stuff. But, like, there's a place for that. That seltzer, obviously. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's that's what's been, like, such an identity crisis. I'm sorry, Madri. Uh, <laughs> it's just an identity crisis for myself. It's like, oh, my God. Like, I'm such a beer nerd, but... You know, these seltzers are dominating yeah, what why we sell. You do it? Why wouldn't you do it? Well, right. it's, the thing because. that that nobody's <laughs> taken into account is that like you, drinkers don't know what they want. They're not walking right. into a store and be like, "I need this type of thing for this reason, and here's why I'm buying this." They're they're everybody's confused still. Like we're still in this really confused and like. Uh, People don't know why they're drinking what they're drinking. Right. They're, they're picking things up that sound exciting to them. Well, I'll, and I'll see the r- same reason that people are drinking red cream soda seltzer is the same reason they were buying a seltzer or a, a you, cider, you know, five years ago. It's the same reason yeah. that they'll they're they're buying lagers. It's it's all the I'll same. I'll tell you thing. right now, yeah. the the number one reason why people are buying Asher seltzers are that nostalgia factor. That is right? a huge factor. It is. Oh my god! I, I remember Shout drinking out to red cream too, soda. The same, I remember same thing. the bomb pop. You know, we just announced the uh, Baja Blast off, right? Like, I remember drinking Baja Blast at, you know, at Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. Taco Bell. Or whatever, right? We can mention like, them on this show if they right. want to sponsor yeah. this hey, show. Hey, new we, sponsor uh, of the show. Uh, wouldn't that be know, funny if it, they sponsored the broadcast before? That, <laughs> that would be amazing. That group of people who like that flavor, right? You know, you could never achieve a Red Cream Soda or a Baja Blast or, you know, an Orange Crush. Not releasing anything right now. But... <laughs> uh, you know, with a beer, but you can do it with a seltzer, right? You know, but 
at the end of the day, you know, we do what the local in Cincinnati consumer wants, right? Or or Dayton or Columbus or Cleveland or outside of or that. Or beyond. You know, I think nostalgia is a huge thing. Right? Nostalgia like, is a huge it's thing. A and you know what's what's weird is like the nostalgia like you're talking about how gamma bomb is like one of your number one sellers like for me nowadays with everybody how they're so stoked about new england ipas and stuff like that i hate to say it but like nostalgia to me is this dank west coast ipas that's nostalgia to me right like i want those dank west coast ipas i want it right right uh, our root beer is blowing up right like we we have it i still have not tried i'm so excited about it too i want to unfortunately we're not distributing it down in cincinnati yet it's just in dayton but can't i like call somebody isn't there some kind of like a channel that i can figure out probably get a hold of me and i might be able to get you some (laughs) (laughs) but um what we've heard and the funny thing about it is like when I was a kid i would drink those ibc root beers that were in the brown bottle because my dad oh was yeah beer, and i thought i was drinking beer and it was cool so now their parents are drinking Whatever warp wing and the kids are surprises surprises root beer and they and they feel like they're doing the same thing right it's that nostalgic grab at what we're doing and something to bring people in to the fold that don't necessarily drink beer. But there's a something. there's a handful of breweries that I've been to that keep a root beer on tap. Yeah, yeah. And watching kids walk up to the bar with their dad or their mom or whoever it is, and they're like, cool, oh, man. and they get their and they pull it and they Dude. turn around and they got their drink too. I was yeah. stoked. There is so much about that. I was thing. stoked when I looked at like what's going on today and I saw the kids root beer run. I was like, that whoever came up with that. I don't know if it was you, Danny. Or whoever who so whoever dope. came up with that, so who came up you with guys it? are amazing. I love whoever whoever came up with that. High five, whoever. <laughs> Danny, just take credit. Dude. It wasn't me, but I'll take credit for it. Yeah, just take credit <laughs> Danny, for that. High five, Danny. High five. <laughs> high five. So so real quick, I I just want to kind of go back. I want to kind of we'll tie a bow yeah, on all pull, this. Pull it all together yep. here. We're and, we're wrapping and, up. Let's do and it. I'm just curious to get to you. So, so wasn't you have Ma- been. Wasn't Mark on this podcast to he, start? He was at one point. Where the hell did he go? I think he went to get us beer. <laughs> I'm not sure what happened, but he's gone. He's, he's bringing us beer. He's gone. He gone. <laughs> so you have been self-admittedly, and you're gonna correct me on this, and it's okay. okay. Go ahead and correct me. The voice of Sensei Craft for a long time. I am a, a conduit. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> he's a, he's the uh, microphone of Sensei Craft. He's the conduit. <laughs> I like the conduit. Uh, and you've been a part of that for a long time, yes. which which you and I uh, got to know each other when we were in startup, and and it's really cool to watch how this thing has evolved, right? Right. We are now uh, eighteen or so months into the pandemic. The what? Yes. Uh, what, what happened now? And festivals have not been a thing for a long time. So for you, like, how does it feel right now being back at a festival? I know. I mean, I know you alluded to it, but I just want to hear from you because so so you and I are friends. I, I'm not going to hide behind that. Right. We're friends and we talk about this. If there, mar- if there weren't mics here, we would talk about this. Right. I just want your listeners to hear because I feel like it's an opportunity for you to be a Good little job. bit, a little bit. Uh, Danny just poured a beer that was a really bad pour. <laughs> it, was it was sticky great. mic cables now. Uh, damn it! Eighty percent of it made it in the cup. It's, it's an opportunity. Right for the uh, almost made it. 
it's an opportunity for you, gnarly, to I think to be a little bit raw and unfiltered um, with your listeners on what today potentially means to you. Beer festivals, like all of this, is about something much bigger than just hanging out and grabbing beer somewhere. And I, you know, I because I you had, know I'll, I'll grab a beer with you wherever you want. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't but, have to twist my arm, but grabbing a beer with six of your best friends. Right. Well, it's it, but it's even bigger that like I can get together. With, I can I can invite six of my friends over to my basement and we can hang out at the bar and I've got great beer and I've got you know, it's fun. But being at a festival is about it's it's just this this, this atmosphere of craft beer. Um, so because because I had a kid during this whole pandemic. Stuff Congratulations. too. Well, th- thank you. He's he's terrorist though. It's actually miserable. I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Terrorist? When he when he listens to this in a few years, I'm sorry. I'm joking. It's a Congrats joke. You're you're a great kid. Here, you're wonderful. Um, <laughs> I I know that both my kids are going to get pissed off at me and like what a, however long it takes amazing. them to figure out podcasts. Um, because <laughs> because I had a kid during all of this, like I I kind of relate them together a lot. Like I I got pulled away from. My day-to-day life, I spend a lot of time out at bars, at breweries, hanging out with people, having beers, you know, hanging out late and and, um, being outside of the house. When you have a kid, that that changes. When you have a pandemic, that also changes. So you you put them together and then um, it's been strange being outside of my normal and starting to see flashes of that either because my kids are getting older or because... uh, the pandemic is hopefully getting better. I, I, don't, I don't know how to word that one to not piss people off. Um, it's um, it's a relief. It feels it feels good, and um, I don't know if people who don't there's a lot of introverts I think that uh, that don't um, understand that life of people who need to be around um, this that. Uh, it, it doesn't. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like yourself when you're crammed in in your basement, even if you have a couple people over to to hang out. There's something about the energy of a festival or a tap room or a bar. Would you dare to um, say that festivals, festival is a feeling? Um, every everything is a feeling is what I've learned. <laughs> Touche. Yes. Festival is a feeling. Oktoberfest is a feeling. Whatever gets Friday, you, you know perhaps what? Perhaps is you know a what? feeling. Craft beer is a feeling. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, we should probably wrap this up at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm giving you the runway to do that. I don't know how much editing I have in this. Sh- I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to edit it. If you hung in this long, thank you very much. <laughs> um, uh, tell people. Do you, do you have anything you so want right, to tie a bow man. on? Like any thoughts? Because like, we rambled for a long time. Like, is there anything we, that you think that there's there's a there's a lot within the show. The but I, but I think that I think that idea of of festivals and and getting back around people and getting getting some sense of normalcy back to your life if that's what your sense of normalcy is. That's I, a good point. Yeah. Um, this this feels like craft beer to me, and this is this is what I was so desperate for for the last year and a half. I don't think um, that people that aren't in this understand i agree i guarantee i they agree. don't i my, my wife does not understand this at all and i agree it's such a family and such a dude i haven't seen you in 12 months and when i saw months. you walk up like it, it was like this feeling i can't explain it right yeah, like yeah and i literally said to you i'm like let's shotgun a beer because that was let's like it. it was just <laughs> we'll like do that right after this <laughs> <laughs> 
we're doing bosses after like, this. I've been saying like I, I think I said this on the Sonder podcast, but we're on a different one now. But like it's crazy that I've run into some people that I haven't seen in like more than like two years. I feel like, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm also meeting new people like I don't know who you are. I'm but Tom. Hey, I'm Josh. <laughs> nice to meet. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tom will drink you under the table, my man. That uh, might be challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shotgun a beer here I've, in a minute. I'm hey. down. I'm I've down. never Start met a guy process. that puts away more drinks than Josh. I'm for down. The record. No. <laughs> hey, I'm down. But what I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. To be clear, <laughs> it was at that moment he realized <laughs> this is where I bow out. Yeah. But I will drink what? until I can't. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, this is such an amazing opportunity. Not even, like, we're on this podcast together, obviously. Yeah. But, like, just being here at Sonder and being here at Oktoberfest and having the ability to meet some of these people that we've never met before, like, it's so awesome. Never met and then meet again and see again. Right. And every time we come around to these festivals, you see the boys you haven't seen in forever or the girls, whatever it may be. Man, so it's been a long time. It it has. I'm excited about it. It it gives me like weird emotional feelings. I'm real. I'm I'd weird be, emotional feelings, but I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just curious to get so Danny from your perspective, uh, and then I'm done, and you can wrap up. All right, gnarly. Okay, okay. This is my last thing. No, we're gonna keep I, going. I'm just curious <laughs> from keep from, recording from Danny's night. perspective. Uh, so have to tap a when we, soon. we gotta when go. we uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> When we did this festival in 2019, you hadn't even been with us for a year. No. Um, and you had not been a part of, uh, for a lack of better terms, the, the craft beer industry, right? No. And so you, you are fully engrossed in it now. And so you've experienced now the last few hours of this community kind of coming together through our festival. I'm just curious to get your perspective now sitting here. What does this feel like for you? It emphasizes that feeling of we can all win together. Like, we had some of the best, like, craft beer people in the area on the podcast, whether it was here or Cincy Brewcast. And I, I just enjoy that, you know, my belief of we can all win together is a real thing. I don't, it's not, it's not fake. It's not, it's not anything I'm, like, fluffing up. It's, we, we all make really good beer. And this festival is one of those things that emphasizes that in all boats raises all tides. And <laughs> we've changed. It's we've changed. changed that. That's awesome. <laughs> that iteration of that saying has all, changed 68 times in the last two podcasts. All boats same, definitely raise same, all tides. Same saying, right? <laughs> all boats raises all tides. I, I haven't had beers yet. <laughs> can, can I say something before we get off? Of yes, course. Yes. Yeah. So I want to be clear. Like the first time I met Justin. Oof. The first I'm sorry. Time I met Chase was actually before Sonder had opened. Yeah, that's true. And they were at the Cleveland Ohio Craft Beer yes. Association. Yep. And we were drinking. I think it was like we had some beers. Schlitz. Oh, no, we were. We were drinking Schlitz at the dive oh. bar. <laughs> we were. We were. We were drinking it was, Schlitz. It was some terrible lagers. We yeah. drank every terrible lager yep. that they had. We went to some dive bar and that's all they had. And it was like, it was seriously like four for a dollar or something <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. It was, it was nuts. It was nuts. But it was, it was the, no. It was, it was Schlitz. It, it was it, my it, first time meeting Justin and first time meeting Chase and. What I realized at that moment 
was that this was such a community that didn't matter that they weren't even open yet. They didn't, it, they weren't a thing, but we were partners in that. It's true. We were right. sharing stories and we were sharing experiences and everything with it. And, and they were family from that, that point. It's forward. true. And like, it's just cool to be a part of this community, a part of this experience and to be back together again after For this sure. year apart is just amazing. Can, amazing. Can I say like, it is like, you know, we, we've mentioned it multiple times. Like it's, uh, you know, with other breweries coming into the Cincinnati area, like it is so cool to welcome you guys oh, thank you. up in Mason. Yeah, like, you know, I like, in, in the March 1st camp or whatever you want to call it, like, it is, like, <laughs> nothing but positives of, like, yo, like, I can't wait to go up to Mason and, like, you know, drink some beer over at your guys' place and some food and stuff like that. <laughs> Same thing with, with Sonder. Can't right? wait to have you. Like, yeah. dude, I, I cannot wait yeah. to drink some I so. fucking – I, uh, I, I probably – you're probably gonna edit that out. I'm sorry. Hey, this Some is this freaking... is the Gnomes podcast, not mine. Oh wait, I'm oh, sorry. Can I say fucking? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, some I'm gonna freaking, send it to you to edit, I can't so. wait to drink some freaking <laughs> fuck, 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 shit, fuck, 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 shit, fuck. wing beer down here in Cincinnati. You know what I mean? Like, love it, man. You know, it's I've a- only been to your proper place a couple times, so. It's super awesome to be able to come this down. This is going to be the Thank proper place. Thank you for welcoming us. Yeah. And <laughs> we love Warped Wing is now a Cincinnati brewery. Shit, shit, shit. We fuck, fuck, all, fuck, so. shit, fuck. Hell yeah. Fuck, shit. No, get out of here. Let's, let's yeah. end it. Guys, Ask on that. Um, before I cry everybody, over everybody, Justin. Everybody give me one plug. So plug one thing. So if you want to plug Sonder, plug Sonder. If you want to plug Sonder stories, plug that. You get one plug. Wait, each although, of us, each although of it's us? not fair because there's two. <laughs> every, every person gets one plug. Yeah, uh, we we in all seriousness, we work really hard on our podcast, and and it's a medium that I give you a ton of credit for. You Gnome. need video. We I, I know a guy that could help. Send me an email, what? guys. We do, we do, I and can, we've talked about it. I can and, do it, and, and we just I could I could make that happen for you guys pretty quickly. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's multi-camera shoot we can we can can do this um no we we work really hard on it and it's a medium that i give you a ton of credit for it's how you and i got connected before i was ever even in the industry um we work really hard on sonder stories and uh it's something that we've been able to use to educate and inform our fans and consumers on uh what we're doing and it's something i'm really proud of danny for uh danny works really hard on it and and what's really cool is uh, it takes up a lot of his time, and people don't know. And I can also alleviate some of that. Uh, <laughs> let me know, man. You guys know, guy. Um, and, but but it's something we're not willing to give up. As much time as it takes up, we don't want to give it up because it, it it it's part of our brand. It's who we are, and it works really well. And 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 frankly, um, Danny and I haven't even talked about this, but as much work as it is. Uh, it's really cool to see nine other brewery owners just gravitate to the table yeah. right. because they see us talking about it. And uh, and so I would say Sonder Stories wherever wherever you're at. So we're on Instagram. We're on... Uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, we, yeah. we're there. Sonderstories.com? Is that a thing? We don't have a dot .com. You Sonderbrew.com and oh, then that's a mistake. Sonder yeah. Stories. We'll talk about that too. Got <laughs> lots to talk about, guys. We're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna work with no one. If you can't find our podcast, we got beef. <laughs> Josh, contact us at sonderbrew.com. Yeah. So, Jingles himself. 
Yeah. Jangles. No, like, so it's really hard because, like, you know, here I am representing three breweries and a distillery, right? <laughs> like, you know, we've, we've mentioned this multiple times on the podcast. Yeah. Like, it's super weird. You know, so Marshall's Brewing, Figlish Brewing, uh, dot com, and uh, Cincinnati Distilling, Woodburn Brewing, etc. But you know, we have some people within our, you know, staff who do a podcast called, you know, some people shift beers, right? Those you know, people. It's it's come up multiple times. Um, you know, that's that's a place to get like you know, the kind of. You know, opinions of the people who work at March first. You're hanging out with people after work and right. grabbing a beer. Yeah. So, you know, but you know, hey, f- just follow us on social media. Whether it's March first or Fig Leaf or Woodburn or Shift Beers, it doesn't ma- it, it doesn't matter. We are all this huge community of Cincinnati and Ohio craft breweries here. You know, and if you follow us or Sonder or Warp Wing or the gnarly gnome or whoever it doesn't matter like like i said at some point during this podcast i think it is the the point of you are drinking ohio craft beer and i think that is the point that right? is definitely the point you know so whether you're following shift beers or march first or whatever it doesn't matter but i'm gonna pass it over to my buddy over here over at warp wing <laughs> Wow. Nice transition. That, that was a great <laughs> transition. Like, no, I, I, I mean, if I'm not trying to be weird. <laughs> if I'm going to say anything, I'm just. I want to say that I'm so excited to be part of the Cincinnati beer community, and um, we have been down here for a while selling beer, but we've never been part of the community. You've always been part of it to some of us. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But now we're physically part of it. And uh, we're, we're super excited to be part of that community, super excited to take over that building that really needed something in there to oh, yeah. to excel and, and create and, and be part of Mason. Um, so, you know... There, there's so many websites I could plug here. I guess warped, warped wing. Just warped go find wing, warped wing. Warped wing, warped wing Springboro, warped wing Mason. They're all Facebook pages. Look at them up. Uh, I mean, we're gonna be open in Mason sometime before the end of the year is the goal. So ish, ish. Always throw an ish in there. Ish. Uh, yeah. So we're excited to be part of it. We're excited to be part of your community we can't wait to hang out and drink beers with all of you yeah um, i, I can't can wait to do the collab with sonder it's coming uh, i'm excited can you tell um, what what style of beer is it can you tell me no josh idea. we're trying oh, to wrap things up we're trying to wrap things up i'm just trying to we're, we're trying to figure it out we'll get there we're in an we'll hour and a half okay. yeah. uh, i'm sorry i'm just and, i'm trying and, to get you the scoop though there's supposed to be a beer being tapped right now i'll be quick here i appreciate the gnome for being the microphone of conduit i'm a conduit i conduit a microphone whatever you want to call it thank you so much for your time uh summer stories podcast is great but this is the cincinnati craft beer podcast so thank you for your time uh let's have an Oktoberfest. <laughs> everybody have a good Oktoberfest because op- Oktoberfest is a feeling and no matter where you are right now when you're listening to this um, unless you're at work wait till you get off work but then go grab a beer somewhere go sit down with people that you uh you love and you appreciate and have a beer with them and celebrate 
celebrate local beer celebrate uh celebrate this idea of what oktoberfest is um i appreciate every single one of you if you appreciate this show uh or any of the other stuff that i do go to cincy or go go to the gnarly slash support that's how uh how you can really support the show and it's much appreciated and thank you to everybody who uh who hung out today and who hangs out forever because this is cincy brewcast it's the voice of cincy craft